So what if I told you that reaching your goal does not have to be this difficult, that you have the power to decide, you have the power to do what you decide, you have the power to unleash your full potential and get to where you want to be without overwhelm. It will take work. It will take work. If you're ready to do the work, be ready to set yourself up for success, my friends. Hello, hello. This is your host, Yutama. And welcome to My Food Lens Podcast, where we talk about everything from food photography, styling to business and mindset. After 15 years as an architect, I switched careers and I'm now a professional food stylist and food photographer based in Singapore. I'm also the founder of the business My Food Lens, where we help clients elevate their brand through drool-worthy photos. My motto is, put your best food forward. Well, here on this podcast, I promise to keep it raw and real and hope you find your answers, action and inspiration as we move through the episodes. Hi friends, wish you all a fabulous 2022. I know I left off last year kind of like crossing my fingers, hoping to be able to see my parents. And guess what? I did. They took like 10,000 tests and they visited us for like a short six days. But oh gosh, I feel so fortunate. I feel so blessed to have been able to see them. They uh, left for India on the morning of 1st January 2022. And it was heartbreaking, you know, because I spent the entire day being sad and low and kind of missing them. But I was very grateful. I was very grateful to have been fortunate enough to see them. I mean, that meant everything to me. And come January 2nd, I was ready to rock and roll. Well, it is the new year and it is the time we like to reset, restart or refresh, right? Most of us make resolutions and sometimes we even succeed at achieving those resolutions. But you know what happens more often than that? When we sit down with our wish list and our goals are in front of us, we are like, oh gosh, where do I begin? Oh my God, this is so tough. Oh my God, why did I ever write this? I don't even know where to begin. So even before we start, we are already demotivated. So instead of moving towards our goals, we have already derailed ourselves with overwhelm and it's only January the 3rd. Hmm. I can understand, you know, the stress of just looking at our goals list open on our diaries or on our planner. It can be terrifying. It can be very stressful, so stressful that we either give up before trying or we get so overwhelmed that we get derailed, distracted, demotivated, and sometimes so much so that we stop creating goals for ourselves, that we stop dreaming, that we stop trying and we just go with the flow and we see if we can really get there where we want to be. And if not, no, no biggie. At least it wasn't stressful. Now, that's not what we want. We want to move forward and achieve what we want so we can be where we want to be, right? So what if I told you that reaching your goal does not have to be this difficult, that you have the power to decide, you have the power to do what you decide, you have the power to unleash your full potential and get to where you want to be without overwhelm. 
it will take work. It will take work. If you're ready to do the work, be ready to set yourself up for success, my friend. And I say this after years of failed goals and goal setting and any sort of planning. But today, I feel confident to share my very straightforward and practical practices that have actually helped me do what I decide. So does that mean that I achieve every goal? Uh, Not at all. Not really. But at least I have a way of giving it a fair chance. I have a way of not giving up. At least I have direction. So I don't believe in overcomplicating anything. I also like to spend more time taking action on my goals than sitting and just creating list after list after list. So my purpose today of bringing this episode to you is to share practices that have actually helped me eliminate stress and overwhelm and set the right mindset to achieve goals. And not just on a yearly basis, but literally on a daily basis, how to get things done, just getting things done. And I'll share with you five core practices that have been absolute deal breakers for me in achieving my goals, especially in the last two or three years, because before that, I was definitely one of those who would let overwhelm creep in. Not anymore. Well, uh, sometimes, but not enough to derail me anymore. (laughs) All right, guys, let's begin. Okay, so practice number one. Start with a robust plan with bite-sized action items. That's your practice number one. Now, there's enough information out there on how to set goals and different templates for goal setting and blah, blah, blah. So each of us really has our own way of documenting our goals, right? So I'm not going to get into them. But the way I like to do this is that I like to break my goals down according to the services or the products that I offer. So for example, I list down separate goals for my podcast. I have a I have a column for photography. What are my goals for photography? What are my goals for social media? What am I, and then break it down like what are my goals for Instagram, for Facebook, and so forth. So everyone has their own way of goal setting. And that, and what I'm talking about today is really the next step once you have set your goals. So how you achieve them is what we are talking about today. So let's say your goal this year is to work with a huge chocolate brand. All right. You're a food blogger and you want to collaborate with a huge chocolate brand, the best chocolate brand in the world. Or your goal might be to bring 10,000 monthly views to your blog. Or your goal could be uh, maybe to just start a new photography business. Or your goal could be to start a new TikTok account to market your product. So it really can be anything. And it could be as many goals as you really want. You could have multiple goals to achieve this year. And these are not just professional, but you would probably, and in fact, it's healthy to have personal goals as well. And I know I said that I hate making list after list after list, but you know what? If there is one place I spend my time, it is in creating a solid plan for my goals. And after many attempts, I've actually finally created a system of planning that helps me in reaching my goals and does not make me want to give up. And it is because of the way I create my action plan after I have set up my goals. So what I have in my action plan are layers, layers of information. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to do that. So First, I write down what my goals are. All right. So let's pick up one of my main goals. One of my main goals, let's say this year, is to lose 50 pounds of weight. So I've written down my big goal. But if I just leave it at that, it's pretty darn daunting, isn't it? 
Like, how can I ever shed 50 pounds? Oh my gosh, my hair begins to spin and my brain starts somersaulting and my eyes begin to pop out of my face. Like 50 pounds, that just seems so daunting, so stressful, which is why I then go in and add a second layer of information to this big goal, which is actually just specifying the action that can help me get to reducing those 50 pounds. So for me, that second layer would say, eat healthy food and exercise five times a week. So to reach my goal of losing 50 pounds, I have created an action of eating healthy food and exercising five times a week. And by adding that layer of information, it just makes it a tad bit easier to process. So then I go and I dig just a little deeper. I add a third layer of information to my plan. And that is the action that I need either to eat healthy or the action I need to exercise five times a week. So what I mean is to eat healthy, I write and break down all the steps that I need to do to eat healthy. So I would write, eat out once a week, buy green leafy vegetables, meal plan every Sunday. What that does, it makes it even more easy for me to process. So from reading 50 pounds, I'm now processing bite-sized information. And that is, I need to eat healthy by eating out once a week, by buying green leafy vegetables and by meal planning. Makes it so much easy, right? Does not seem so daunting. And then I go in and I break it down even more. We just need to keep making it easier and easier for ourselves. So we just go in and we see which action item is actually ready to take action. But if there's some that are not, then we go and we add more layers of information on what we need to do to get to that action item. So eating out once a week sounds easy peasy. We can do no further breakdown required. Buy green leafy vegetables. Again, straightforward. I just need to go and buy vegetables. It's an action in itself. I don't need to further add any more items to it. But then meal plan. Not this one. It's a straightforward action item, but it needs more actions for me to be able to meal plan, right? So I would break it down a bit further and list down the action that I need to meal plan. So I would break it down by saying meal plan every Sunday. That means I would add check fridge every Saturday night, check husband's schedule every Sunday morning so that I know how many meals he may be eating at home in the week and how many business lunches or dinners he may have during the week so that I can meal plan accordingly. And at last, I would even add grocery shopping every Sunday afternoon, cook every Sunday evening. So this way, I have listed all the tasks that will take me to successfully meal prep and plan so that I'm able to eat healthy and ultimately lose those extra 50 pounds. So you see, by breaking it down into bite-sized action item, I took my daunting goal of losing 50 pounds to merely something as basic as grocery shopping, meal planning, cooking. And I also created a weekly schedule by saying what I need to do on Saturday, what I need to do on Sunday. So breaking it down to the utmost nitty gritty of that big mammoth of the goal is what we want to achieve in our action plan. And what it does, it just not gives us a yearly goal, but it gives us a weekly action plan 
so that at the end of the 52 weeks, we can actually see the results of these small little actions that we have been taking throughout the year. Now, this would work similarly for your photography or your business goals. So list your main professional goal at the first layer of action that you need to take to achieve that goal, and then keep adding layers of action that you need to achieve the previous action. The moment you begin to break it down, you'll just realize that it just makes it so much easier for you to process that information and put down everything. Honestly, just put down everything. Even if it is something as small as emailing somebody or calling somebody, put it down on your action plan, write it down, break it down to the utmost detail because breaking it down to the utmost detail right in the beginning takes away the headache or the stress of thinking once you're already activated, once you're already in it, you've already finished your thinking part, you've written down everything that was in your head, half your load is already off. Now you act. And the smaller you can break down your actions, the easier it gets. So I said that I don't spend time making fancy lists. And that's very, very true. I literally use an Excel file to create my action plan. And that is what is broken down to the tiniest details. And then as I move through the days, little by little by little, I actually keep going back on that document and checking, am I on track? And I keep checking off one small task at a time. And it feels really good. It feels like I'm moving forward. It feels like I'm making progress. And that is enough for us to make us feel not to give up. That is enough for us to feel that we can keep moving forward. And if you only have limited time and there is only one place that you can devote your time, I would say that you should be spending that time in creating a robust plan with bite-sized action items because that plan is your roadmap. And if you move without a roadmap, you'll be lost. If you move with a roadmap, you will have direction. You'll move faster. And guess what? you will actually reach your destination. And that's what we want. <laughs> that brings us to practice number two, which is prioritize. When you break down your action plan to the tiniest detail, and then you look at it, there's a high chance that you'll be overwhelmed. I mean, I hate Excel sheets. And, there's, and when there's a lot of information on it, my brain just goes crazy. I, my brain goes fuzzy. My vision gets blurred and my eyeballs start doing somersault. I hate, I hate such Excel sheets. And that's what I'm asking you to create. But that's why prioritizing becomes necessary. I mean, you don't need to do everything today or you don't need to do everything at once. It is actually one small step at a time. So indicate that on your action plan. And if you're a visual person, you just go and color code it in, you know, in the order of priority or you just put it in a descending order, whatever works for you. And then you do the same thing for all the action items so that you know what you need to do first, you know what you need to do second. And again, you just make it so much easier for you to execute so that you're not overwhelmed by just seeing the list of action items. You know that you need to take it one by one by one. And while you're prioritizing, remember to stick to it. Do not get derailed. Do not get distracted. Do not skip your steps because that 
will really throw you off track. So when you prioritize, give it some thought and make it easy for yourself. I have to tell you what happened to me on 1st January, all right? So I I told you that my parents were visiting and on 1st January, they left. I was a bit heartbroken, but I was sitting and guess what I did? I opened Instagram, (laughs) right? And when I opened Instagram, I was flooded by all the amazing photos posted by everyone welcoming the new year. I mean, there were photos of glasses clinking and there was champagne flowing and there was these beautiful bouquet with sweets and there was feasting tables. And while I should have admired those photos and felt positive and felt inspired, I actually felt a sinking feeling within myself. I felt very anxious. And my first thought was, gosh, I haven't posted anything. Oh my God, I don't even have a photo to post. Oh my God, what will happen? And if I don't post on the first day of the year, my entire year will go down. Oh, I got all FOMO. I felt pressurized. I felt pressured. And I immediately went and I opened my photo library to see if I could post something that day. I mean, that's that's the level of pressure that I felt. But then I stopped. I stopped. And I asked myself, why am I reacting? This is not what I had planned to do on the first day of the year. This was not my plan. My plan was not to post a photo. So why am I feeling the pressure? I cannot react like this. I have my own plan and I need to follow it. So I shook it out and I reminded myself of what I had planned to do in the first few days of the year. And it was to set my goals, to come up with my plan, to see how I'm going to spend the year personally and professionally to create my roadmap. Because if I don't have a plan, how can I move forward with intention? So I spent the next few days just working through the goals, coming up with a plan. And if I would have reacted and if I would have worked on posting a photo or creating content just because everybody else was doing it, I would have definitely distracted myself from my priorities. And trust me, I have been there. I have done that. I have been very distracted. I have completely derailed myself. And also trust me that It's not worth it. The scramble is not worth it. So when you prioritize your task, stick to it. Stick to step one, step two, step three, and do not get derailed. It is important for us to establish our priorities of the actions that we need to take and constantly check ourselves so that we stay on track and work on these little actions slowly and slowly so that at the end of the year, we can say, yay, we got there, (laughs) right? And while we are checking ourselves on prioritizing our actions, the third practice that can help us tremendously in expediting our plan is to stop procrastinating. Are you smiling? (laughs) Are you smiling? Because I am. (laughs) I live with a husband who has a degree in procrastination. (laughs) So if you're one of them, you've got to listen to this section. All right. So do not procrastinate, whether it comes to taking action or whether it comes to taking decisions. Do not procrastinate. When you know that you need to make a decision, Take it. Don't wait. Because you know what will happen? It will crop up and it will keep pulling you back. Whereas if you can take your decisions on time, it will fuel your goals. It will help you get closer to your goals. Now, I was listening to a podcast where Neil Patel, the Neil Patel, actually said 
that the key to his success is that he makes goals for each day and he does not go to bed until he has checked off everything from that list. He is the opposite of a procrastinator. I mean, he's the absolute, the other end of the spectrum. And that's awesome. We should try to get there. I mean, it's tough. It's tough, but it's awesome, right? No matter what, we need to show up. We need to keep walking forward. And even if it is slow, we're still moving forward. So don't stop. Move slowly. Ask for help if you need to, but do not quit. Don't leave a decision or an action for later. Give yourself grace when you need to and pick yourself up. Pick up where you left off. Half your work is already done when you just show up. And that too, without any procrastination. So you need to show up without procrastination. So to achieve our goals, it is very important that we consistently keep working on our action items. And every time we think of giving up, we pause and we question what's making us procrastinate and we address it and we move forward. The reason we tend to fall off the wagon or procrastinate is because we are either overworked or we are overwhelmed, which gets me to the fourth practice that will help you in reaching your goals. And it is ironically asking for help. (laughs) So I have to tell you this. One of my biggest struggles last year was the amount of work that was on my plate. I was creating content for social media. I was creating content for my portfolio. I was doing commercial shoots for client. And I went ahead and produced my podcast. So I was also creating weekly podcast episodes and I was doing it all by myself. The result was that I was fatigued. I was burnt out. And I don't know if you read my Instagram post, but I had so much on my plate that I almost passed out on a dinner plate. I'm not kidding. I was out having dinner with my friends and I suddenly broke out in cold sweat. I began to lose consciousness and then my vision got blurred. And then I could see my friends kind of trying to talk to me, but I could hear nothing, nothing. And I almost passed out on that restaurant table. And this happened just days after launching my podcast. I was burnt out. The stress was taking a toll. So one of my goals for this year is to set up a team and to delegate so that I can spend my time where I'm most creative, where I'm most needed without burning out. And so that I'm able to move towards my goals with a more healthy approach physically and mentally. So if you're in the same place, if you are fatigued, burnt out, overwhelmed, seek out a virtual assistant. Find creative individuals who can actually help you offload some of your work so that you can bring your 100% to the table and not pass out on the table. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) All right. So with that, we come to our last practice, which is indeed very, very critical if you want to hit your goals without giving up. And that practice is to incentivize your goals. What that means is that you need to visualize your reward upon meeting your goals. I think this is a fun one. (laughs) So you actually need to assign one reward for every goal that you have. You know, the other day we were heading out for uh, dinner and I was in the car with my husband and I told him, I have an idea for my new podcast episode and it's going to be on how to achieve goals. 
and he was driving and he got super excited and he said, ooh, I would definitely listen to that one. So I just looked at him. I was pretty surprised. I said, why? He said, because I'm great at making goals, but I can never achieve a single resolution. I was just listening to him. It was so insightful. I asked him, why? Why is that? And he said, because, this is what he said, because I cannot visualize the end result that I can achieve by accomplishing that goal. He said that he doesn't take his goals very seriously because he does not know or he has not incentivized or he cannot put a reward to his goals. So he doesn't know at the end what's waiting for him. And that's why he's just not motivated to follow through. If you're one of them, or if you're one of me, <laughs> let's talk about that. If you're one of me, and if your goal this year is also to lose 50 pounds, well, I know it seems difficult and a bit taunting, but if you can visualize what losing those 50 pounds can do for you, then it will definitely encourage you and inspire you to try harder because you know what the reward awaits you, right? You have an incentive to work on, you know, how to achieve that goal. So the reward can actually be that you could get to wear your dream little black dress or you might be able to fit into your wedding gown all over again. Imagine that feeling. Or that you could actually share clothes with your cousin and double your wardrobe. That's an incentive. Or you could fit into your mom's old dress. And that's precious. So no matter what your reward, make it attractive enough to make you want to work for that goal. Now, how you do it is actually right in the beginning when you're working on your action plan. And every time you list your goal, you need to ask yourself what you want to achieve from that goal and why. What is your purpose of having or setting that goal? This will give you so much clarity and, you know, your incentive would honestly just appear in front of you as you answer that tough question of why are you even setting that goal? So doing this gives you clarity, but it will also help you prioritize and the reward will remove any chance of procrastination or stress or derailment, it will make your process joyful and inspiring and so fun. <laughs> it will actually give you something to look forward to, whether it's a professional goal or whether it's a personal goal, you will have fun working on that goal because you know what awaits in the end. So to recap, I would say here are your five practices that can get you to where you want to be. First, Create a robust plan with bite-sized action items. Second, prioritize those action items. Third, curb any tendency to procrastinate. Fourth, ask for help so that you don't burn out and don't give up. And fifth, set a reward for yourself to help you move forward without overwhelm, without stress. What is also, I think, important to evaluate is your goals. Every few months, I would suggest evaluating your goals. I mean, we are living in such uncertain times, right? COVID has changed everything. COVID has changed business models. Algorithms have changed Instagram models and reels have changed content models. So, hey. <laughs> so I would say that create checkpoints for yourself through the year to make sure what you're striving for and the action that you're taking is still relevant that you are on the right track. Now, I'm a huge believer in progress over perfection. And I believe that as long as we can work consistently on something, there's no way 
There's no way we cannot have it, but we need to work for it. We have to work for it. There's no substitute to that. Have you heard of Jasmine Starr? I mean, she is amazing. I love it when Jasmine Starr says, I'm willing to do what I need to do to be where I want to be. Let me say it once more. I'm willing to do what I need to do to be where I want to be. How powerful is that? (laughs) Because honestly, we cannot be frustrated for not achieving something we didn't work for, right? So if you have goals for 2022, take a little time to plan, make a roadmap for yourself and take action little by little by little, keeping these practices in mind. Nothing in the world will be able to stop you from either achieving your goals or from showing up with your 100% potential. So guys, hope you had a wonderful start to 2022. And I hope that this episode helps you reach what you aim for this year, whether it is professional or personal, or whether it's fitting into that little black dress, which sure is mine. (laughs) All right. So I really hope that this episode was helpful. And if it was, I'd love to know that. Please drop me a line on hello at myfoodlens.com or DM me on Instagram at dutima underscore myfoodlens or just reach out if you have a question or a thought or anything that you would like to share with me because you know I love to hear from you. And also guys, before you leave, I would so appreciate if you could please subscribe and read the podcast wherever you're tuning in from and especially if you are on Apple Podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean the world to me. All right, guys, with that, I will see you next week with another episode. Until then, prioritize and do not procrastinate. See you.